Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. All right, well, welcome to this week's podcast episode, the Pastors Podcast. My name is Bob Leahy. I'm here with Pastor Chris. You guys finally got me on a microphone. I am so. glad we got you on a microphone, Bob. I hope you guys are ready for this train wreck because uh, <laughs> I am not prepared for this conversation. Um, we are going to talk about the difference between faith and trust. We had our dear friend Jeremy um, came to Pastor Chris and had a question about faith and trust. So Chris said that would be a great thing for us to talk about on our mm-hmm. podcast. So Chris, what is the, the difference? difference? What is the difference? Like, <laughs> let's talk about that. Yeah, Jeremy had a great question in that. It was very sincere of wanting to know faith, trust, hope, expectation. So uh, we record these podcasts, uh, and then we put them in every week. We upload them. And so today we're taping on a Thursday. So today is Theology Thursday. I'm calling this Theology Thursday. Which scares the living daylights out of me. Maybe we'll start doing that. Maybe our midweek we'll do, uh, once a month we'll we'll do a Theology Thursday. And then we also do an AMA, Ask Me Anything, with Pastor Jeff. And Pastor Jeff isn't with us today because he's recovering from knee surgery. So make sure you're praying for Pastor Jeff and his quick recovery. But as I thought about Jeremy's question, I thought of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, because the writer of Hebrews just flat out states what faith is. And so what I want to do in giving the theology of this word faith is to understand that there's a revelation. God has revealed to us through his word what faith is, what, what a lot of the important words to us as believers, what they mean. And theology is simply the word for the study of God. Theos is God, and ology, of course, is the study of, just like biology is the study of life. So the theology of faith is really uh, boiled down to something that the writer of Hebrews talks about. And so in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, It says, faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Now, we're going to dig a little deeper into that in a little bit, but let's talk about this word faith. The Greek word for faith is pistis, which literally means faith. So if you were to look it up, the word pistis means faith. But it's a little deeper than that because it's how we use it. We use it when we talk about belief, we use it when we talk about trust and confidence. And the Greeks had many different words for uh, one word. So uh, the Greeks had several words for the word love, because for us as English speakers, we say, I love God, I love chocolate cake. But that love is different, and when it differs, when it talks about loving a person or loving God, the word changes. And so when we talk about faith, it is something that is revealed to us so much so that we come to a place to trust, that there is a confidence that wells up in us that when we see something, faith, we then put 
our trust in it. We are persuaded to act upon it. And so we'll use Peter as a great illustration. Uh, Peter in the Gospels is in a boat. Jesus comes walking to him on the water. Peter sees him, is afraid, but then says, Lord, if that's really you, tell me to come to you. And so Jesus said, come on, Peter. So Peter takes a step out of the boat and begins to walk on the water. Now he starts looking at the wind and the waves, takes his eyes off of Jesus and starts to sink. And so Jesus rescues him. And, and you know, Jesus' response to him is like, what happened to your faith? And so faith isn't that Peter in the boat before he started walking was like, I can do this. I'm strong enough to do this. That wasn't what he had faith for. What he had faith for was that God was saying to him, come here. And when he believed that, he acted on his belief, knowing that it was not he himself that had the capacity to walk on water. It was that Jesus was beckoning him. And if Jesus was beckoning him, then he could walk on the water like Jesus was walking on the water. So good. I, you know, and you said, take the step of faith and faith you know, is confidence. I'm like, I don't feel confident when I have to take steps of faith. But, you know, that's really when I'm relying on my own abilities and my own understandings and like thinking through, okay, how am I going to do this? Whereas faith is really not confidence in my own abilities, it's confidence in the Lord's abilities and what he's going to pull me through and do for me. And leaning in on him is what the faith is and the confidence is in. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we struggle with faith, is because in some ways we have been given a bad theology in that faith has been relegated to be wishful thinking, or I hope, or I have my fingers crossed, or it's like a lucky rabbit's foot. And that's not it at all. It's not a wishful thinking. It is that I believe in something to the extent that I'm going to now act upon it. My behavior is going to demonstrate what I believe. And that's really a snapshot, a picture of us as human beings, of what we do and what we don't do. Mm. A lot of times we don't do things or we don't act out in things because we don't have a conviction. We don't believe. So therefore, we just refuse to act. Or we have a faulty belief about something and we act and then we fall flat on our face. Mm. And so faith is not blind. Actually, faith has eyes. and so. When you and I have the confidence of what we're hoping for, we live in this sense of expectation and anticipation that God is going to be faithful to us. Now, it takes practice. It takes the willingness to, like a Peter, he he started off a hero by like, wow, he stepped out of the boat. But then he's frail enough as a human being that he lost sight of the Lord and began to sink. And I think that's true for all of us. But this is a growing experience. We need to continue to take steps of faith so that we learn how to discern from our voice Mm -hmm. and learn how to discern God's voice. I was thinking of... Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. What do you think are some good guardrails to put in place when, you know, talking about faith or, you know, feeling like the Lord is calling you to do something and, you know, you said... Don't just go blindly and do mm-hmm, things, but mm-hmm. what are some things that we can practically implement into our lives that help us to, to you know, be able to check, check 
check what we're feeling or right. what's faith, what's what's from me me versus what's from God, what am I hearing from the Lord? Mm-hmm. What are some things that I can do to to check check those? That's a great question. I think one of the guardrails is what I am believing for, does it actually agree with the Bible? Can I find scripture that will back up what I'm about to do? The other thing, too, is the counsel of others, wise counsel. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to do something really big by faith, do I have the humility to look to my brothers and sisters who I know love me and who I trust and say, hey, what do you guys think? I'm about to do this. And then we also have prayer. A lot of the things that we do should be soaked in prayer. It should mm-hmm. be spent meditating on the Lord and listening for the Lord's voice. And I'd say then probably one of the last uh, guardrails is a sense of peace. If I feel agitated, if I am unsettled and not at peace, that's a good indicator that something's not right. Mm. Whether it's me or whether it's the Lord trying to warn me, I try to make sure that I have an internal sense of confidence that what I'm about to do is the right thing to do. Yeah, I think it's important to to walk in that with humility because it is hard when you feel like the Lord's calling you to do something and you're all gung-ho about it. And maybe you do bring in your counsel, your community, your friends, your family, those who you trust and who you know love you and have uh, the best best, uh, for you. And and they say, you know what, Bob? Um, That might not be a good idea at this time. Mm -hmm. And you have to walk in humility and be like, all right, Lord, like maybe not this time and not tense up and get all prideful right, and be like, right. ah, you guys don't know what you're doing. Blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, but that's the thing inside of us. So that's that, um, for me, it can be my pride. Uh, you know, Natasha has been, we've been trying to get her over here. And of course, with the invasion of the Ukraine has slowed things down, but she needed a specific visa to get out of Russia to come here. And uh, I'd been using a service that I'd been using here in the States. And she said to me, she goes, I think you should try this one company. I'd never heard of it. And I pushed back. I was like, no, no, I know what I'm doing. And right then the Lord said to me, why are you being arrogant? And I went, and so I contacted this company and not only did they get me what I needed, they got to me faster than I'd ever received it before. But that's the other thing, too, is that sometimes God speaks to us and corrects us or guides us through others. And we have to have the humility to um, submit to community, to submit to our brothers and sisters. Not that they're the boss of us, but that we believe that God put us together as a community to safeguard us, to protect us. Because faith is, you know, like I said, it is this... A thing that emerges in us that helps us to do things that we wouldn't normally consider doing because we would say, well, that's impossible. But when we have community and the story of when I bought my first house, I was getting up in the morning to go pick up my son. He was at a sleepover. And as I'm leaving at the front door, I get a phone call from a friend that says, hey, there's this, there's this new subdivision of homes that are for sale. I really think you should stop by. And I thought, I can't get a house. She says, I just believe you're supposed to go look at it. <laughs> so as I'm leaving out the front door, I grab my checkbook. I, I pick up my son. I go to this place. And what it is, it was a, a, a contractor in Reno at the time 
that really wanted to help first-time buyers get into a house. And what they were doing is they were doing kind of like a lottery in helping these people get into these homes. And I said, well, can I put my name on the list? And they said, we have 28 spots. You're number 28. I literally was the last person. I put my name down. They ran the lottery. My name gets picked. Oh, man. And they said, we will hold this for you, but we need a check for $500. I had a check, my checkbook. Yeah. I wrote them a check for $500. And it ended up being our first house. And so, amazing. yeah, isn't it cool? Yeah. So Sandy, who is the gal that called me, one of my coworkers, it was her faith that ignited my faith. And that's the other thing about faith that I love is that it's, it's contagious. Mm. It's in some ways it's viral because it puts things inside of us that cause us to say, Hey, God could do that. Mm -hmm. And, and it takes our very short sightedness and helps us to see very, very long, you know, long sight vision that says, Oh my goodness, I've been believing for something less when I should be believing for something more. And, And that's where I just think that, you know, this podcast, we're talking about this, it's to release a lot of you to trust the Lord, to have vision for something. You can't see it, but that you begin to believe God for it. And so, you know, Bob, you and Lana are renting a house, but mm. we began to, if we began to pray by faith, believing for God to get you a house, we're not just asking for a roof and four walls. We're asking for so many bedrooms and a backyard so that Paxton can grow his vegetables in the backyard. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. But you see, as it says in Hebrews uh, verse one, 11 verse 1, it says, it's the convictions of the things we can't see. It gives substance that we can stand under these things and say, I believe that not only can God give us a house to buy, but it can be a house that looks a certain way. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, that's amazing. I think, too, when you start to have faith in, in those things or you start to believe, you start to be praying for those things, it, you start to feel your behavior shift a little bit. There you, you go. Know? And so if you are praying for a house and, you know, you are wanting, wanting that and you're believing that, you know, God's going to provide, you're going to probably start to see your actions change. Um, it's not just something you, you sit down mm-hmm. and you just pray for and you know magically it drops in your lap i think faith is really is an action that that, that's taken you know and so love that i love that you were talking about how others can speak into your life i you know i'm here i'm new on staff i'm just joined in november pastor now and um you know prior to that never really thought of myself as taking a full-time pastoral role at a church um but it's funny in my previous job i had people who spoke to that and they mm. would some joking would be call me pastor bob <laughs> others would say hey you and your wife should go plan a church or you should be pastors and mm. these are non-believers too so the lord can use other people to really bolster up our faith and sure. really get our gears turning and start thinking okay lord what are you really doing what are you really wanting from my life and my family's yeah. life so it's it's amazing to see um when the lord works through others that's right yeah i like that too and you know, and kind of in, in kind of summing up and answering Jeremy's question. So, Jeremy, faith and trust are just two sides of the same coin. Faith is the launching pad. Trust is the thing that gives us the confidence to take the step out of the boat. We we have a we know who Jesus is. We hear him talking to us, 
And once we're convinced of that, then we have the trust to act upon it. Mm. So I just would encourage all of you to take a step of faith this week and to use some of those guardrails we talked about. But uh, don't limit God. Uh, right. Even the impossible is possible for the Lord. Yeah, for sure. Thanks to you guys for listening in this week. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get questions from non-Jeremy's too. So I think we've gotten two questions, <laughs> both from Jeremy's. So if your name is not Jeremy, that doesn't uh, you're not off the hook. So feel free to email us a question, and we'd love to dialogue about that. So I hope you guys have a blessed week. Blessings. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there is anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.